One Piece. Watching the One Piece. We are! Hello, welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's me, I'm Jory, we're back. I got a thing of donuts, I actually didn't have any donuts today. Uh, sorry to disappoint anyone who's hoping that I would have had donuts what's, today. What's the opposite of yes and? You just did that to yourself. You said, <laughs> like, you started a bit, and before you could even take a breath, you were like, I'm lying. That was a lie. I can't commit to this. There's no a... one's gonna know. <laughs> well, this is a visual medium, and... <laughs> now you had them before before we came on the set. It, it, there it is, yep. You can, As you can see, us right here in front of you in the podcast zone. And I'm juggling eight oranges. <laughs> Prove I'm not. That, that's actually a uh, a constant that you, you have been doing since the beginning. I was surprised the yeah. couple times we recorded this in person. I was like, holy shit, you're juggling oranges. Yeah, I thought it would be a bit about, like, Nami and her thing. And then it just kind of never came up weirdly. <laughs> Even on like the video, all the videos we posted, all eighty-five video episodes we've done, no one commented about yeah, it. Yeah, it's really weird. But at this point, it's just it gets me in the mood. You know, I'm more conversational when I'm juggling. You know, it's like <laughs> some people smoke socially or drink socially. I gotta, ju- I juggle. So I'm a social juggler. I should have juggled donuts for this one. Mm. But you lied about having donuts. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Welcome back to the podcast. Did you even finish We Are? I don't know. My name is Joe. <laughs> Joined as always by Jory. That is, that is me. It's me, Jory. How can I even believe that? I, All this time you I you've been saying you're the only Joy, and now I don't and now I don't know what I can do. Fuck, trust. you're right. Uh oh. You'd lie about donuts. What won't he lie about? What what I won't lie about is not sponsored content here. I got my one piece record in today. We should be sponsored by all One Piece things. Every, they should, I, particularly we both want to get into the card game, so that's the thing that I'm really going to swing at right now. But I do think that literally every officially licensed One Piece product should both pay us to comp, to (laughs) talk about it and also give it to us for free. Really all I want is to like backdate a sponsorship. That's a thing, right? Where they reimburse you for a thing you already bought. Yeah, well, not even that. I want... It was for one of the Nintendo Wii games. They gave you a uh, a plush head of the Going Mary that let you put Wiimotes in it. Just for storage? <laughs> yeah, for like display. It had like a, a slot in its head for you to put like your Wiimote in. And that's really fun. I'd put a Wiimote in it and then you could like beat somebody with it. You'd think it'd be soft, but then it would actually like sort of get a clunk <laughs> in there. I once had, I think it was a cousin or somebody throw a... Uh, Sort of a stuffed one of the cars from Cars, the uh, Disney Pixar film Cars, uh, the purple one. They threw it at me, but I had like a voice box in it, and it quite hurt. Yeah, and they were like, "It's a stuffed car," and I was like, "Yeah, there's a fucking voice box in it." I didn't say fuck; I was a child. Name you heard it here first. Joe wasn't cool as a kid. No, God, no. <laughs> you kidding me? This is, of course, a podcast where we talk about One Piece. It is, yeah. We are not quite done with Whole Cakes still after this episode, but we're... It's just about. Just about. We... Getting through the whole... The, the big fight in this one is Luffy and Katakuri, which you might remember from our last episode. That's why Donuts came up. Yeah, Luffy's fighting Katakuri for a while. Yeah, this chunk, we're talking 861 to 871 in this uh, in this episode. The first half of it is really just like... An episode starts with Luffy, like, getting the shit beat out of him. And it also ends that way. Nothing in between <laughs> progresses the fight. But then, like, halfway through, the fight actually starts to, like, 
go down. I we get the reveal of a new gear four form, a new gear form in this chunk. And I knew that and I was looking at the episode titles and I was like, okay, eight seventy one, I ended this where the fight ends. Good job, me, schedule maker. It got to the point where I still hadn't seen Snake Man. That's what it's called. Uh, uh, much like the Mega Man boss. <laughs> it got to, like, it, he doesn't show up until like 869 at the end of it, I think. I think it's like one episode of Snake Man. And I was like, I felt like that was more substantial. And then even when he shows up, <laughs> it's not a lot of them. I do think it's a great design, though, and more fun in the Pirate Warriors game to use Snake Man. Than Batman, but we'll get there. That's that's gonna be near the end of the episode where we talk about uh, the fight in general, honestly, because there's a lot of stuff that sort of gets wrapped up before that. The classic One Piece pacing of just like, well, let's tie up some other things. So we'll start with eight sixty one, which uh, I don't remember how the last one ended, but Luffy's like walking over to Katakuri, so I guess he was like, I guess he hadn't come back. You know, yeah, it ended with him saying he wanted to get strong. He like he was sitting with Brulee next to a mirror, and he was just thinking about how he had to get stronger. Yeah, he wants to be able to see a little bit into the future, too. Me too, buddy. Who wouldn't? So we don't see him, like, leave Brulee anywhere or anything. It just starts with him walking back. We also left off with another dramatic cliffhanger with Sanji kicking the cake into the air. And now, finally, two weeks later, I can tell you, yeah, it lands on the boat. (laughs) Oh, thank God. It lands on the, uh, whatever Beige's ship is called. The Big Daddy. And Vito, everyone's favorite member of the fire tech pirates uh is marking out over it uh, over sanji's moves and he's like yeah only uh only that's the germ of science baby only that could do that and that <laughs> pisses sanji off he's like no it's very good he's like i'm not alone i told you already not even wearing a suit do you see a cape with a three on it no <laughs> and then beje shoots a seal and hugs his wife i don't know why he shoots the seal he says like your job is done because that was I, I completely f- we completely forgot to mention in the episode because it's not really important. But the thing that was pulling the cart along was a seal on a ball was <laughs> pulling the cart with the cake on it, which is very fun. It is. There's just so many details that get lost when we're trying to uh, transcribe it into audio. Yeah, <laughs> but I do think it's funny that like back to back, he's shooting at a seal and then hugging his wife. This seems like a good distillation of the Beje character. They they run over some houses as they're trying to get back out to sea, and they're like, oh man, it's a shame that we're destroying all these homes and shit. And they're like, yeah, but homes can be rebuilt, and so can families, and we're all about family here, so that's okay. Also runs over Oven. It's very a very dramatic standoff where he's like, I'm going to stop this boat, and it just kind of squishes him yeah. like a bug. <laughs> I was really hoping that would happen. Because it was ramping up, it was like, oh man, it, <laughs> he, he's super strong, so maybe he can stop it, but it'll be really good if it <laughs> squishes him, and then it does. <laughs> yeah, somebody pointed out in our Discord, let's see if I can find the name. Mick Foley 299 pointed out that Katakuri, Daifuku, the genie man, and Oven are triplets? Yeah. They don't look anything alike. No. Which is They're, weird, because he posted that... that uh, when you watch the last chunk of episodes, it's just a random gremlin girl who looks just like Katakuri. Yeah, it's it's interesting that those three are triplets, which is <laughs> strange. Um, there are a lot of, like, triplets and twins or, like, sets of matching people under her her family tree as well. But yeah, I found, I found that interesting, and I figured I'd mention it now that I remembered it. Because we were talking about how they were all 48. I guess that makes a little bit more sense now. Yeah. Also, they point out that Paris Bear is the oldest. I should look up how old he is later. 
Anyways, also while the ship is leaving, uh, it passes Pound. If you remember Pound, the the dad of Chiffon and Lola, the ex stepdad to Oven. He just sort of sees the ship go by. He like makes eye contact with the kid Pez. He's like, she looks happy. That's good. That's what matters. Uh, the ship gets out to sea. That's great. Oh no, it's heating up. It's boiling. Uh oh. Oh no, Oven. Oven's boiling the sea. That's not good. How is he able to do that? Yo ho ho, he took a bite of heat heat. I think they said something about how, like, because of the heat, the water doesn't affect him. <laughs> I think they actually compared it to, uh, Kizaru a little bit. How he can, like, freeze the ocean. Yeah, that is interesting, now that you point it out. I hadn't really thought about it, in either <laughs> case. But yeah, I guess there's just enough distance between the... Or, like, I don't know, is he burning enough of the water that like it's evaporating on his skin before it can touch him and make him i don't know sleepy a sleepy yeah. guy <laughs> i guess so it's i think beje who points out like what are you doing you also want big mom to get the cake right <laughs> and oven just seems so distracted and hell-bent on stopping the people who tried to kill his mom fair i guess but <laughs> maybe maybe wait until she's fed yeah <laughs> Uh, but they break one of the paddles from the heat. Pez is, like, happy for a second, which is a signal that Pound is, is showing up. And I guess this kid has great eyesight. Pound comes over to try and attack Oven. And it gets his attention, and Beja gets away because he does still have sails in the boat. They just use the sails. And uh, we get a flashback to Pound, you know, saying, Oh, my my beautiful daughters with, with Big Mom, with Lin Lin charlotte and then getting kicked out and being like you've served your purpose sperm dispensary (laughs) the babies are crying or whatever and he remembers that and then he gets uh he congrats he he yells congratulations to chiffon and her happy new life and then is murdered off screen i mean basically on screen i guess to the extent a murder can happen on well ace (laughs) notwithstanding but there's blood on the sword it's dramatic and pez is crying about it i want to draw attention to something though Mm, what would throughout that be? This, throughout this chunk, we're gonna uh, we're not gonna unpack it in a way that matters. <laughs> we're un, we're unqualified, but Big Mom starts to lose weight as she gets hungry. Yes, and I th- they did something, and I thought they were like trying to trick me, me specifically, not anyone else. So when they did the flashback to Big Mom, she's well, they heard your predictions, so they were trying to. <laughs> she's kind of uh, like the last season of Game of Thrones where they went on Reddit and were like, "All right, can't do that now." <laughs> In the flash in Pound's flashback memory, she was she had a lot more gaunt face and she was thinner. And then the next time we see her, she is thinner. And then in a couple episodes later, they say she has lost a bunch of weight from being hungry. She she loses weight being hungry. She's been having hunger pains for like eight hours or whatever. That's fine. Here's what I have to ask. We saw her as a giant baby. So she goes from giant baby to thin milf. And now she's Big Mom. So yeah. I don't understand how that, what the deal is there. The, the thing that, like, made it feel like they were trying to trick me was they, they had her, like, thinner in the flashback so that when I saw her next, she, she was almost similarly shaped. So I don't know if they're like, if we do it this way, you won't think much about it until we bring it up. But yeah, I noticed I, immediately when they cut yeah. to her. Yeah, it is. It is. I guess, in hindsight, an interesting sequence selection. But I also, I cheated because I remembered it. I've watched this before. I don't know if you knew that about 
how we make the podcast. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm reading ahead. I did my homework. But, yeah, no, she starts getting so hungry. Like, I don't know. Her metabolism's working double time. Who knows? I don't care. I'm not going to take it that seriously. It, it's bold of them to decide, let's draw her differently every episode. <laughs> yeah, I I can kind of get some kind of thing, because it would... If she if she does have some kind of enhanced metabolism, that would explain why her being hungry is more than just an angry, mean old lady who wants a cake. Like it's a legitimate like hunger. But I don't I don't want them to. I also don't want it quantified as that because that's silly. Yeah, I don't know if we should be trying. It's it's a question that doesn't need answered. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just simply avoid it and say that it happens. It's a cartoon for teenage boys. It is a cartoon. <laughs> With cartoon logic. Often is the answer to a lot of things. How does Luffy have eight fists in the gum gum organ or whatever? I don't know. It's cool. Because it's cool. And they drew it. They drew it. That's why it's on the screens. Because they drew it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I found it interesting. It also doesn't really matter either. But they've established that Big Mom has this like distinct look when she's an active pirate. The thinner look and pounds flashback. But it is interesting that like... It feels like an anomaly between the giant baby and even like her height feels different, like in that look compared to the giant baby. And then and obviously what she looks like now, which is similar to the giant baby. I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a King Kong situation. You know how like the different iterations of King Kong and also uh, depending on like the framing of the shot, King Kong ranges like from like 10 feet tall to like 200 feet tall. Maybe it's like that. Maybe, maybe it is like that. I don't know. Um, bigger mom theory. <laughs> big mom, but like with two eyes. Yeah. Well, big to be a mom. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, anyways, who fucking cares? She's catching up with the straw hats. And I don't even know how much where we left off. I'm like, do they have like a minute alone? Who knows? Uh, they, they shoot some cannonballs at the straw hats, though. But they're homies. And... They're like, yeah, I gotta hit the straw hats, blah, 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 blah. Nami's like, no, they're over there. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks. And then they go, they turn. And then they're like, oh, I'm running. I'm, oh, and they fall in the sea. They run out of... I wish they just kept doing that. Like, every episode should have had that joke in it. <laughs> yeah. they, only go, they only go to the well once. I think it's Daifuku or someone who's like, yeah, we can't use those. They're too stupid. <laughs> they, they say that it's because Big Mom can't focus that all of the extensions of herself can't focus, which is a cool idea. That makes sense to me. I think it's the only example of it, really, because Zeus and Prometheus, I guess they're, like, directly connected, though, so maybe they're exceptions. We see Luffy again before the episode ends, and 862, our next one here, starts with Katakure asking Luffy if he chose death, is that why he came back, or if he came to beg to be an ally? And Luffy's like, no, I came to beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. And Katakure's like, well, that wasn't an option. I gave you multiple choice, and that wasn't one of the options. I don't know, we'll check in on him again at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, so more Big Mom, definitely thinning out, looking more and more deranged as well in the, with the weird big eyes. We're gonna start getting into the carrot stuff, too. She sees Daifuku arrive, Genie Man. Uh, Smoothie's also nearby. She's, like, behind Big Mom, I think, but then she comes in a little bit later to be important. She's just not yet. I thought Smoothie was, like, in the rear of, or where the Sunny was heading. Like yeah, I think she's them. behind. I think she's behind Perispera because I think it's when Perispera branches off and goes a different direction that Smoothie sort of comes in and takes his place. Mm. 
It's not super important. Yeah. But I don't think she's she's not in front of them, which oh, is where okay. Daifuku is. To the extent that it matters where anyone is. In this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the Straw Hats are trying to make some plans about getting through the ship. So like, yeah, I guess I could do this. And the uh, chopper's like, I can go monster mode. And then Carrot like looks up at the moon. And obviously you had been looking. This is in the opening. So you knew something was coming. To yeah. Like, flashback with Pedro. Interesting. This is a couple, one of two things in this chunk that really caught my attention on the second time because of things that have happened since this. Well, tor- towards the end of this, uh, Carrot does say something uh, a little concerned. Not even concerning. That's just like, oh, that's going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the flashback of Pedro that I like is her saying that like, or Pedro says like, oh, everyone has their turn. There's uh she she's very indebted to Pedro and really inherent in, inherit something from him in terms of like now she's kind of ready to lay down her life for the Straw Hats as well, the way that he was. It's a bit of a buy-in. They've only been on screen for however many episodes, but I like both characters quite a bit, so they're very charming. Yeah. I buy it. And so she's going to do something. Jinbei seems to know about it because he's like, are you going to do Sulong? Are you trained for that? She's like, yeah, Pedro told me. So she transforms into a different type of hot furry. Like she was <laughs> she was sort of cute before, but now it's a very different aesthetic. You know, it's, it's long hair. It, it's it's very it's the easy one to go to, but uh, kind of Renamon. Yeah, no, that's a good comparison. And like facial point. structure, like. More, more pointed like her face becomes this is like a, a weird thing that I, I don't know if I can describe to people who live where there aren't wild rabbits this might not make sense but mm. her 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 like facial structure becomes more hair like more like wild feral rabbit versus like a, a a house bunny like a bunny that you keep as a pet becomes like more like sharp in a way yeah, and I she think gets it's more animalistic cool in general, hair. too, yeah. I would say. Less less uh, cartoonified. Yeah! Brooke asks to see her panties. <laughs> Doesn't work. Uh, we get a flashback to Duke Dogstorm saying that this time the attack on Wano or whatever will work because of uh, an ace in the hole, the, pow- the special power that the minks have. And now we're getting to, you know, sort of see that firsthand as some additional... Sp- pre-Wano setup with Carrot in her Sulong mode, which she's super fast, has all the electric power, she just beats a bunch of guys' ass, and she goes around stealing wheels of ships, as, which is a very fun bit. I love that it's not just beating people up or destroying the ship, she just steals their steering wheel. Yeah, it's very good. It's distinct. She, uh, Daifuku rubs his tummy and a genie come out, and then she, like, runs away from it. And it keeps, like, destroying all the tart ships because she'll just, like, dodge at the last second and then it destroys it. I know it's because of My Hero Academia, but I can't shake the idea that Daifuku should have an upset stomach when he uses his power. I just kept waiting for it, and I'm like, wait, no, that's from a different anime that I don't even like very much. There's there's a character that has something similar in that series? I know almost nothing about the yeah. series. <laughs> I watched the first season, a little bit of second season. It's very tiresome. A lot of people love it very much. My niece likes it. So I, I won't be mean about it in front of her, but I that's not for me. See, whenever Daifuku's on screen, I think to myself, when the fuck is this guy getting off screen? Him aggressively, like, rubbing his waist and hips is very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that's his unique power as the Luxord of the series, though. <laughs> that is true. Is you're like, man, this guy's gotta go. <laughs> it's being mean to Luxord. 
Anyways, yeah, so that goes on for a little bit. Jinbei explains that it's a thing that the minks have drawing power from full moons, and it's very strong. It can be too much. It's like she doesn't know how to wheel it back in at the right time. She might not live. She it might kill her. It's That's a, a bummer. It's very similar to the uh, great ape in Dragon Ball, or if mm. you're a person who wants to use uh, the original names, the Uzaru. That, that's, that's what I want to discord discussion question time. Uh, <laughs> Vote now on your phones. Do you think uh, the fake moon that the Saiyans develop and use would work on Carrot? Because that's one of the cool thing, coolest things that they, they revealed in Dragon Ball Z. Is that because Goku's races, they were used as like soldiers to take over planets for Frieza. And they developed a thing that would project like a moon. But it had the same effect when they looked at it. So they turned into giant monkeys and destroy the planet. Would that work on Carrot? Please text yes to 6969420. Text no to 6969420666. I don't know. I don't know if it would work or not. I was trying to think. I was trying to think of a way to wrap a dial into this. But I couldn't. Couldn't think of anything. Also, oh, fuck. I know what's going to happen in Wano. Way ahead prediction time in the middle of the episode. You're lucky. Wow. They're going to. All, all of the minks are gonna be there and it's gonna be the full moon and everyone's gonna transform and then Kaido's gonna blow up the moon and like, Anel just slowly falls <laughs> yep Anel slowly falls to earth while also making everyone transform back like in Dragon Ball as well be pretty cool <laughs> Brooke goes to back up Carrot cause he can run on water and we check again on Katakuri beating the shit out of Luffy he's not fighting back really? He's just kind of closing his eyes and taking the hits. You can kind of tell right away what he's doing, and then he says it, like, yeah. soon. And it's because you, you keep getting flashbacks, too, to the training with Rayleigh about how it gets stronger in the heat of battle. It's the way you got to train it. But he's trying to sense the attacks, and he really gets his ass fucking pounded. <laughs> yeah! It's, uh, you know, it's... I, I think... Is this round when Ray, they also reveal that Rayleigh says that, like, in the heat of battle? Like, yeah. That it gets yeah. stronger, so like <laughs> you just gotta gotta deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta let your ass get pounded every once in a while. <laughs> Eight sixty three, more of that, more of Luffy getting pounded. Actually, just repeating some footage from the last episode. And but yeah, I don't know, they dodge a bit. Like Luffy attacks again. Category uh, dodge just hits him back, and then Luffy can dodge some, but not all. Like it's clearly a progression. Yeah, he starts to be able to dodge, like, the first part of the barrage, and then he gets fucked up by the rest of it. Yeah, it's kind of a benefit, too, where you, after watching that for four episodes, it just kind of feel like a natural progression that he got somewhere. Yeah. Just over the amount of time that has passed in between. But anyways, go back to Big Mom. Uh, she's been hungry for eight hours. That's like a new record for her. Normally, they'd solve it by now. Bad news is the wedding cake was harder to solve. There are reports that... Uh, the cake is coming on Beze's ship. I don't know where they're, I think, if it's Mott Door or Paris. It eventually gets to Paris Sparrow, who's like, shit, now I can't trust it. <laughs> Beze would absolutely poison this cake. Then we cut to Beze trying to poison the cake, and Sanji's like, hey, fuck off! <laughs> yeah. I, you can't poison, I made the cake, you can't poison cake I made! <laughs> Cooks don't poison cakes, it's a waste of food. No! Our goal is to make a cake to make Big Mom happy, not to kill her with a cake. It's a piece of cake to break a petty cake! My job is to feed people who are hungry, nothing more, nothing less. He ends up feeding a piece of it to Beje, and it's, like, so good that he collapses. He's like, I could yeah. die. 
And everyone, all the screws, like, what the fuck did you put in that cake? And pulling guns on him. Mm-hmm. And Bitch is like, fine, okay. But as soon as she's done eating, I am gonna try to kill her again. <laughs> like, fine, do whatever like, fine, the fuck whatever. you want. Just make sure she eats the cake first. My mission is complete after she eats it. I'm very committed to solving this this way. This problem this way. It's a challenge to him. He, he really believes that. Which is interesting that he doesn't stick around to see it completed. Like, he's like, all right, I gotta go do something else now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, whatever. A plot uh, needs it, I guess, a little bit. Prometheus and Zeus are slowly trying to catch up to Big Mom. And we'll see them catch up in this episode, I believe. But Zeus is getting yelled at for liking Nami and going along with her. And he's like, what? I can't help it. The clouds are tasty. What do you want me to do? You know, if there's anyone who, who would understand that, it'd be the big mom pirates that understand that everyone needs a little tasty treat. Absolutely. How am I supposed to go about my day without a sweet little treat? I can barely do that. We're all food motivated. Because if we don't eat, we die. <laughs> Anyways, we see more of the Straw Hats protecting their ship, and Carrot seems to be hitting her limit, and the genie goes to attack her, and she's like, well, if this is my time, if this is as far as I go, then... I just hope that I helped the Straw Hats get a little bit further. But then Brooke saves her last minute. It is just sort of an interesting character beat for a moment there to see Carrot's resolve. But uh, no, she's be fucked up if both the minks died. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially the cute one that you can sell figures of. I know. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that was a, the original idea. They were like, no, way too marketable. Yeah. I mean, if that was really the... If, if it was really down to like... There would be more women in the Straw Hats. <laughs> that is true, also. Why, why do you need more women when you have two perfect women? It's true. But even, <laughs> like, the fact that, like, Carrot's showing up is when Robin's not here, so we're still at two. Yeah, that is, that is true. And the other, I mean, Robin didn't join until VV left. It's a very specific ratio. <laughs> <laughs> it's a delicate balance on the ship. But, yeah, so she's saved by Brooke. That's great. She has to, like, hide her eyes from the moon to go back to normal she like sort of buries herself in her hat and then eventually she goes and like takes a nap inside the sunny for a little while suddenly big mom's like all right i'm going sicko mode and she jumps up and like her cloud shows up and her son shows, she rides on the cloud turns her like pulls her big sword out and sets it and, like her fire turns into hair this is the stuff that's on the opening the new sort of <laughs> she becomes super saiyan <laughs> yeah and like even like her children are like what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, Paris Bear has never seen this before. Dude's like 50. You know, I think that's a, that's a message about growing up. You hit like 50 years old and you see your parents do shit you've never seen them before, but they do it like they've been, you've seen them do it their whole lives. Yeah, and you're like, what was I missing? <laughs> she just kind of starts tearing apart the thousand sunny, looking for cake. We see Luffy getting dodged, and they're dodging and getting hit before the episode ends. Uh, 864. A little bit more focused on Luffy. He is like really trying to see with his hockey and it is not yet working and he is getting clapped <laughs> big mochi hands coming out and <laughs> syncing up their podcast on time dot is it is crazy <laughs> jokes for two people <laughs> there's probably enough people in our audience that make their own shit that's true jokes for like five people <laughs> you know that's the best kind though so yeah it makes those people feel special when you call them out specifically uh, Katakuri makes his, like, Gatling gun out of his hand <laughs> that shoots mochi bullets. It's very f funny to see gun arms in One Piece. 
Katakuri's so cool. Katakuri is so fucking cool. We'll talk about it more, I'm sure, in the second half of this episode when we really cover the fight. But he's so cool. <laughs> he's awesome. He's so cool. <laughs> it's unprecedented how cool this guy is. Dude's rock. <laughs> Katakuri, this is like the most dude's rock fight I think we've gotten is, is Luffy and Katakuri. Yeah. I, I struggle to think of another one. Even though, like, I mean, Frankie's kind of a dude's rock guy. Like, is I guess Frankie and what's his name? Baby and Dress Rosa. That's just that that guy is so strange. It's hard for me to look at that guy and say, dude's rock. But like <laughs> hypothetically on paper, that fight should register as well. That that I think that fight ranks on the dude's rock meter because they both don't give a shit about the, the women who are swooning over them, and they're just like, Yeah, I'm so fucking cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that you have to look at the baby man, so it's difficult. <laughs> Made to dress like a baby for trauma reason. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. It is, it is because trauma. Yeah, no, it is coping. Let's go back to Big Mom. Jinbei's like, we don't have a kick. And she's like, you must be lying. If you don't have it, then I have to kill my oldest son. <laughs> well, the fuck? You gotta kill him. There he is. Go get him. But no, she sets her sword on fire. She swings at Jinbei, who's, like, able to sort of block it, but then he's, like, knocked off into the sea. And then the, the ship just kind of keeps getting trashed. The sail gets caught on fire. The, the ship really takes a lot of damage in uh, this chunk here as Big Mom. Chopper does a big guard point, and now Big Mom's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to collect you. You keep getting cooler and cooler. <laughs> she is, in a bad way, similar to Luffy. Like, Luffy's like, oh, fucked up guy. Let's be friends. <laughs> And she's like, oh, fucked up guy. You're going in my library of living prisoners and books. <laughs> she's got an infinite boy stable. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe Chopper's different. Maybe Chopper gets, like, stuffed. Oh, no. I don't think she'd kill him. I think she'd, she'd, uh, she'd probably like Chopper even more to, like, cuddle with, like, with Brooke. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but Jinbei comes back. Uh, if you forgot that he's a fish, he could swim. He's one of the strongest people in the crew now, but he actually can... <laughs> Just go in the water, which makes them distinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really a weakness that you think they would have covered, like, earlier. Yeah, and it also still doesn't come... They very rarely, I guess, fight in the open water. It doesn't come up a lot. But, like, he did something similar in Marineford when they were making that commute. Yeah. Where he uh, fought some shit in the water. He's back. He water bins, puts out the fires, and puts out Prometheus's hairdo. For a minute, too, but then it comes back up. And uh, he hits Big Mom with a big fishman karate punch, and he knocks her off the ship. Damn, Jinbei is so fucking cool. He's very strong. I genuinely don't know now what the power ranking is with the current, <laughs> especially, like, current stuff, like, post-Wano fights. I genuinely am like, I don't know if they're still the same monster trio that we uh, were so <laughs> used to. But I don't know. I guess, uh, I don't know, Wano... Wano shakes some stuff up. We're in this sort of weird post-Wano thing where everyone's like, wait, what the fuck's happening next? <laughs> it's very exciting. Fun, I'm being honest. Yeah, it's very exciting. We'll cover it in like uh, 13 months. <laughs> Can't wait. And by then I'll be who fucked up on who knows what else <laughs> from the manga. But anyway, so they got to run while they can. They're not really like trying to finish off Big Mom, obviously. Although Nami does try and lure Zeus back in. Half because she wants him. <laughs> and half because it would benefit them. 
And it doesn't really work. He's like, no, I'm not falling for this again. <laughs> this gag's really good. <laughs> Where he's like, I'm not going to fall for that. And then electrocutes them. And then you see a skeleton and they're screaming. I'm like, yeah, oh, oh, no, fuck, no, he's no, really he's... giving it to her. And then she like peeks out from the skeleton after like two straight minutes of screaming. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you got the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, the reason you saw this guy was, uh, was Brooke. <laughs> He's the skeleton. And lightning doesn't affect skeletons? Yeah, I guess not. He wasn't around in uh, Skypea, so it's not like it's come up. But Oh, that's true, yeah. I thought you were going to say that the bit that you liked was Brooke going to ask to see Big Mom's panties. That too. <laughs> Which is also a pretty good bit. And it throws everybody off, and then... Is that the, fir- that's the first time he's asked that question and not been hit by Nami, I think? Yeah. Except for maybe the first time he asked it to her. I don't know. And then he attacks, he does the thing where he appears on the other side and closes the sheath or whatever. He slices Zeus in half. Not really sure what happens to Zeus off screen, where he goes from being sliced in half, and then... <laughs> to a little guy. A little guy, yeah. Nami does, like, another attack that electrocutes all of them, Big Mom and everybody. And we see Luffy again before the episode ends. We're going on at 865, and Oven has this plan to bottleneck luffy it's like look we know he's gonna lose to katakuri but we still want to make sure there's only one mirror he can get out of on this island because they're all on cacao island knowing this where they're gonna meet up so they're like break every mirror except for this big fancy one in the courtyard that's in the anime opening (laughs) stussy and morgan's are there if you remember them morgan's the yeah reporter bird and stussy the secretly cp0 member that killed mr drugs yeah they're just hanging around. They're Montdor's doing his like reporting stuff in the middle of everything, and Stussy's like, "Hey, that explosion was the tomate box that was filled by with bombs because of Luffy." <laughs> so now there's more mad. I'm not really sure that I imagine that tidbit really makes it look way more like everything was orchestrated by Luffy in a way that probably bumps up his bounty the next time we see it. But other than that, I don't really like. It just makes him mad. Yeah, I think it's like also just to rile him up. Yeah, well, you know Stussy. <laughs> I, I sure do. That classic character has been with us since the beginning. Classic Stuss. <laughs> we go back to Katakuri and Luffy. Going uh, tit for tat, always great to watch. I think this fight does look particularly good. I think also benefited by just, it doesn't matter, like, the, you're not really tracking any location stuff. It's just a fun background behind them the whole time. Yeah. As opposed to, I don't know, but the last big fight would have been Dress Rosa where they're just in the sky. Yeah. And it also just wasn't particularly well animated. A bit of an idea for the quality of the show. The only thing that's difficult when I recommend people watch One Piece now, where I'm like, yeah, I mean, you, there's a little bit of skiller you, filler you could skip, but it really is its time well, and I think it's basically always good except for this one part. Except <laughs> this one part that I think is good in a lot of ways, but <laughs> drag. Um, but we're past it now, so it's not a podcast. Yeah. Uh, anyways, around the corner, there's an egg girl. You've seen her in the opening. Yeah. I saw, I remembered her and I was like, oh, I bet Joey's going to love her. <laughs> I, you know what? I sure fucking do. <laughs> little, little silly egg girl who's like, I have to be the best youngest sister. I need head pets. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking funny. The, I, I was, uh, they did hamper the a joke I was going to make because it feels less funny to say it about a 15 year old. But I, uh, sure. <laughs> I, I, I did think it was funny that she just bouncing on a big dumpy. 
Like, <laughs> 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 she's clearly some kind of like bubble woman. I'm just going to no say, yeah, I have no idea. I, I don't want to look at her wiki page because what if it turns out she, she like, she can go the, she's, gear 67 or something? She's shit? an emperor now. Yeah. But the, I assume she has some kind of devil fruit, but her her design is very funny and then also the fact i don't know how much of it was real but what she's talking about like we had a, a a best little sister vote and they all voted me to be the best little sister of the whole family and i am the cutest and i'm going to get my big bro to love and appreciate me and give me head pats and tell me i'm the bestest and the cutest <laughs> like hell I'm yeah i'm sure that are. really happened <laughs> I absolutely believe that happened. I, you know, I can, I actually, I can kind of believe that they'd have that kind of vote orchestrated by Big Mom because she's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she tells him, "Okay, you gotta vote for which one of you is the best." Compete for love. <laughs> I mean, we we've talked about it a couple times, and it really is baked in that like all of these characters' persona is so much wrapped in on what their family thinks of them. Yeah. And it, I mean, we really get into it too with the way Flampe acts around Katakuri between here and, uh, I mean, the end of this chunk. Yeah, so she really wants to impress Katakuri. He's so cool. He's so perfect. But he needs to get on her good side. I guess he's like the one, I don't know, the one guy who hasn't given her head pats or something, I guess. But <laughs> spoiler, she's going to try and help with beating Luffy. And yeah. she's like, then he'll love me and say thank you. She has this idea that he should be having this perfect victory. It's like, why is this guy putting so much of a problem? <laughs> Which, again, goes into that idea of how everyone treats Katakuri. But yeah, so we, uh, and Luffy's still, you know, closing his eyes, dodging a little bit, but then getting hit a bunch. Luffy thinks back to Rayleigh's training some more, and he's like, every, every tr- attack has a hint. They, they hit on that, I think, one or two more times. We go back to the Thousand Sunny Brook is back on board, and boy, is this place trashed. Yeah, the ship's looking rough. It looks pretty bad. Um, and their shipwright's not here. So, I mean, I don't even know when it'll be fixed. Yeah, Brooke gets back on board, but he brings Zeus, who is now a small stuffed guy. I don't know, little pillow size. And Nami's like, cool, you are now my servant. <laughs> Did you think that Zeus was actually going to stay with Nami? Uh, no. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it's, it's like, it's a thing that I'm like, huh, it's a bold decision. For her to just take Zeus away from Big Mom. But now he's here. I don't know. I guess I think higher of Karu than I would mm. Zeus. But they're yeah. sort of similar tiers. There's, something, there's also something about the Zeus arrangement where he's like scared of Nami. <laughs> That's also true. Go back to Luffy again. He has a flashback of being trained to fight blindfolded. And he's taking some more projects from Katakuri. And he, he's able to like find the hint of one attack from Katakuri with his eyes closed and he like blocks one like he punches back and it's like huh he got one and then he gets hit again (laughs) 866 Katakuri brings his big spear back out you introduce the spear in act one it's got to stab somebody in act three it's true check off spear check off spear so Luffy can see bits and pieces of the attacks coming at him but not everything it's still the same stuff we've seen uh stops a punch takes a punch we go back to Sanji who is finishing the cake while flying around He's like, as someone was like, oh, I forgot to put the flowers on the top, but now the cake topper's on the top of the cake. <laughs> Fuck! 
And Sanji's like, I can fly. It's okay. I can fly, and I'm probably better at decorating the cake than you. Immediately, that's what I I knew was going to happen. So he's like, I got it. Yeah, it's uh, so many problems solved by the fact that the man can just kick himself in the air. I bet I could do that if I really tried. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sanji's not special pudding. Are you, are you free? <laughs> Pay attention to me instead. I think your one eye is also, your third eye is very cute. I've also unlocked double jumping in real life. <laughs> This is a pointless uh, thing, but it's something that I, I remember doing a lot because I'd laugh at the really dumb videos when I was like 15, 16, is I'd look up double jumping in real life and then see videos that people made thinking either as a joke or legitimately thinking they were double jumping. And what, what it usually was was like <laughs> teenagers jumping on a trampoline and as they were high up in the air they lifted their knees up to their chest and they'd be like I'm double jumping because <laughs> it like gives them like I guess an inch more air or something that's basically yeah. how double jumping works in Death Stranding because I was thinking like what's the funniest game to include double jumping in and the answer probably is that Death Stranding has it and but it is it's that like quote unquote realistic thing where like oh he pulls himself up more with momentum, kind of. Now, Luffy could probably double jump in fourth gear. <laughs> he can bounce off of nothing with his arms, which is awesome. It's very cool. All of Luffy's powers are cool. He's a great main character of a shonen for mainly that reason. <laughs> it's literally always great to watch whatever he's up to. That's going to be... I'm, I'm going to make a shonen where the bit is that the main character sucks. <laughs> <laughs> They already made Bleach. <laughs> uh, it'll be like a, uh, there's, there's gotta be some like multi-episode shonen that, uh, cause I watched Big Trouble in Little China recently, where the main character is a movie. stupid idiot and then the supporting cast does everything for him. And yeah, he he's basically, up for, that's about Buggy. Not in the movie. Buggy could be a Big Trouble in Little China. He could play, he could play the fucking yeah. character. Yeah, Buggy just saves the day by being next to all the people who are actually good at what they're doing. <laughs> I'm really feeling like an outsider. <laughs> Does make me think that we should have a sort of John Wayne character in One Piece, though. That's all. <laughs> there needs to be more cowboys in One Piece. There does. It does. I mean, Katakuri's kind of close. He has the boots. Yes, he, he has the he has the boots with the spurs. Ace had a cowboy hat. Rest in peace. Uh, Robin, according to One Piece, was that's true. Uh, <laughs> oh, from the West. Well, she didn't have a, the hat, though. I mean, I guess that's yeah, probably where they came up with it. Yeah. And then uh, there was Cowboy Island. Because I remember specifically Cowboy Islands where Ace and Blackbeard fought. Oh, man. Yeah, it was like an empty Wild West set. <laughs> yeah. I googled One Piece Cowboy, and there is official art of Luffy as a cowboy. And apparently it looks like there's figures on it. So I got to buy this, like, today. Cool. <laughs> so re we should remake... Uh, Brokeback Mountain with Sanji and Zoro. <laughs> oh, that would work too well, actually. <laughs> yeah, it actually would. I mean, I'm sure someone's written it, honestly. It's a great movie. What else fucking happens? Where was I? Uh, Chopper goes monster mode. This is the setup by the opening thing you were really excited about. It doesn't really fight Big Mom. No, that's the bummer. No, he's gonna get hit once, and he's like, "I'm dead." <laughs> he gets dang, cut. she's strong. He gets like fucking slashed with her sword. I don't believe it. Like, ow, that hurts. Dang, they weren't lying. That mom is big. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't even know if we've seen him take that hit yet. There's this thing though, where like everyone sort of lines up at the same time, where they're like, "I have to do this." 
uh, because my friends are counting on me. It's like Chopper being monster mode, Sanji finishing the cake, and Luffy fighting Katakuri. I think maybe Nami too. Nami defending the ship? I don't remember, but... And, but yeah, now we see them sort of try and stave off Big Mom again. Brooke puts some ice up, like a nice wall, but Big Mom goes through it. Chopper, yeah, just gets kind of slashed in the face. Prometheus is just too big. He is. He couldn't be in Smash. Too big. For, uh, for a second, my brain short-circuited because <laughs> I was like, obviously the joke there is about Ridley, who is named <laughs> yeah. after Ridley Scott, director of a film called Prometheus. So um, I really short-circuited. <laughs> Trying See, to like, is there no, this, no, <laughs> See, what I got, uh, I remember what I got Smash 4, like the day it came out. I, <laughs> I was like, See, they did put Ridley in it. I had a Ridley Scott me that I made to play Smash <laughs> at. It's like they finally put him in there. Oh, which is funny. Sorry for short circuiting. <laughs> uh, what's that in the distance? What's that smell? Wedding cake. Oh, hell yeah. After the eye catch, Beze's ship arrives with the cake. And Sanji's like, yeah, do whatever you want after she eats. Just make sure she eats. Oh, this is, I got really far ahead. This is where Pudding asks Siobhan if she's happy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought about it so early on. She, yeah, she's like, yeah, hold on to that. Hold on to the family that loves you and that you love. And yeah, Siobhan's like, well, you also should hold on to the thing that makes you happy. And she's very sad about the Sanji situation. Uh, who can say what will come of it quite yet? I have an idea. You have an idea? I sure do. We'll get there in a minute. Yeah? You have a your prediction? You got to have a prediction when we get there? <laughs> I, I sure do have a prediction. I, have, uh, about, I mean, we, it this about, does about sort what? of cut off in a pretty interesting spot for me to ask you that question, so. Yeah. <laughs> Not really planned. I just kind of picked the one where the fight ended, but <laughs> I'll take it. Pudding and Sanji are going back over to the ship. So Sanji's like hiding in the roll. They get back to the Thousand Sunny. I, I thought about this a second ago because even now, when Nami and Pudding are both on the ship, Carrot is asleep. We are still capped out at two women at a time. <laughs> Conscious and on screen. It's crazy. Does the Bechdel test apply anywhere here? I don't know. That's that's about right. About no. um about how uh, <laughs> there can only be two women on screen at any time. <laughs> yeah. And are, and, and are they talking about Luffy or not? <laughs> well, everyone should be talking about Luffy. Yeah, right, when Luffy's on screen, we should be asking where's Luffy. Um, <laughs> I think characters do that regularly. <laughs> that's true, actually. <laughs> it's crazy whenever you get really into like some flashback for a while, and you're like, "This is the longest anyone's gone without talking about Luffy." <laughs> None of these people even know who he is yet. He's not even alive in some of these flashbacks. No. Anyways, Beja is leading Big Mom away with the cake. Sanji asks about Pedro and Carrot, and everyone's like, ugh. And Brooke's just like, ah, oh, sleeping. Don't worry about it. Like, I have to cross that bridge later that Pedro's dead. <laughs> you know, I feel like it was a little fucked up to <laughs> lie to Sanji. Yeah, I don't know why either. It's, I guess there's just like, I, I we guess don't have time. A, there's that, and I guess there's a vague implied, like, they're closer than, like, those who are close to it, close kind of like Carrot and Chopper are in a way. Mm-hmm. Because at some point we're, we're supposed to think, oh no, is that so is, did Sanji turn into a cat? Would be. I, I'm sure we've talked about this a thousand times. Just like this idea of like, what if just like someone got a devil fruit that made them an entirely different character? <laughs> Sanji's the only person I can imagine it happening to. But that's because his character is literally reinvented every other arc. <laughs> that is true. It's very weird. The, the Sanji situation, a conversation that we are not done having. We will continue to have the Sanji 
reinvention conversation into Wano. <laughs> Probably until the series ends. I yeah, say. I don't know. And, and now, I now that I know how Wano ends re Sanji again, I'm like, well, what's his next bit? <laughs> cool. Pissing me off, but. Maybe they'll figure it out by the time it's over. Okay, so Big Mom is er, following Beje away for the cake. Yes, about Pedro. And Beje calls Perospero on the phone. I don't think we see the conversation until the next episode. But essentially, he's like, yeah, come and get the cake from me. And Perospero's like, I don't trust you. But yeah, Beje's like, don't worry about the cake. I'm going to give it to Big Mom. You should keep following Straw Hat. And because uh, Beje doesn't really want the extra heat either. But Beje, or er, Perospero does follow beje and big mom because he doesn't trust him and then send smoothie after this uh the yeah. sunny and that's technically in uh 867 um before 866 ends we see flampe gearing up to do something to luffy and 867 is gonna happen i think he, we see him still making process or progress with the fighting but not enough still getting hit and then boom suddenly he's shot in the leg and he's paralyzed and Katakuri hits him really fucking hard <laughs> yeah. uh, with the spear. Takes the spear into the abdomen. Blood everywhere. And he like he's like trying to dodge, but he like slips because his one leg is paralyzed. We'll check in on that a little bit later, I guess. We go back to Mont Dor, getting his updates. I just already recounted the Beje phone call. Sanji's a little worried about the Cacao Island situation because they're you know up against a fleet. They don't. I mean, they do have a fleet. It's just not here right now. I was gonna say they don't have a fleet. Technically not true. And now we go back to Katakuri, who's really bummed out that Luffy slipped up. He's, like, mad about it. He's like, I was really starting to respect you and how strong you were keeping up with me. How could you have dropped the ball so here? Like, he, he really gets to that point where he's like, what happened? Which obviously pays off. I'm sure you knew how this was going to go before. Oh, um, absolutely. Before it happened. Because we've seen media before. <laughs> Uh, but before that, Flampe daydreams about getting her head pats. Yeah. He's just going to be so happy and thankful that he that she helped him out. Not only is she going to be the bestest little sister, tons of head pats, and also something that she mentioned, she's like the head of the Katakuri fan club, <laughs> which is fun. Very funny like, that there's a fan club. All, all of her, like, just regular-ass people. I don't think they're siblings. I think they were just, like, little minions. Just people who live here. Yeah. Yeah. That just members of the crew who are not special, which <laughs> that's funny to think about. Imagine what that feeling is like. The Straw Hat crew comes up, and there's like all of them are special and unique, and then you're just an NPC in the crowd just of people. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> I thought I had it good. The Big Mom family should start branching out into cousins. <laughs> it's like the Koopa cousins. Anyways, Luffy keeps trying to dodge a little bit, and he gets beaten down pretty bad. Loses a tooth important second time he's lost a tooth in the sorry <laughs> katakuri's pissed it's like why'd you fuck up i was starting to think highly of you we go to an eye catch though we come back we check on beje again smoothie tailing the sunny sanji says he has an idea about getting onto the island helping luffy Montdor and oven are doing their preparations for luffy maybe coming out of the big mirror they're still like of course he's not going to be katakuri but like we should be prepared. yeah <laughs> just in case you know what if he like runs away from katakuri but do some trickery that's true that's more likely and we go back to mad katakuri luffy it's sort of i don't know half a week laying in a crater he's thinking more about the hockey training flampe like goes to shoot another numbing needle at him and she does she misses 
But it seems like Luffy's instinctively dodging it. Yeah. Distinct from Gomu Gomu no Bo, a thing that I will bring up every opportunity I get. <laughs> Still not sure if that was him doing hockey. He. It seems like he's maybe instinctively dodging it, but then he just falls down. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's just <laughs> unconscious for a minute. And she's like laughing up a storm and then... Katakuri starts to hear her laughing. So that's the end of that episode, though. Going to 868, more of that. Flampe making fun of Luffy's Bambi-ass legs. She doesn't understand, like, that that's the sickest shit. That's that's always, like, a crazy moment in a wrestling match or something, where, like, it feels like it's the end and they're about to hit the finisher, but they can't because their opponent is just so beat up that they fall to the ground and they can't hit it. Like, that's that shit's, like, hype. That's not funny. Flampe doesn't understand wrestling. She does not. It's a character flaw. That's why she doesn't get the head pads. <laughs> That's true. You know what? She probably would tell uh, Katakuri that wrestling's fake, so... Yeah, I mean, Katakuri comes over and says, you don't understand honor among men. <laughs> yeah. When men are fighting, you do not get between it. So I do think that he's probably like... I do think he likes wrestling. Oh, absolutely. It's same with Luffy. Neither And neither of them realize that it's scripted. No. Like, Luffy, Luffy gets to the point where, like, when the heels start to do heel stuff, Lu- they, everyone has to, like, hold on to him and stop him from shooting himself into the ring to take care of it himself. <laughs> Punching the TV. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the snail projector. <laughs> so, he, yeah, Katakuri goes over there to uh, thank Flampe, right? Like, tell her, great job, little sis. You're the best and the cutest. Here's a head pat. That's, that's what, what he goes she's over, imagining. Right? That's <laughs> what she's picturing. <laughs> And strangely, no. I don't know why. I just I'm just like, hmm. I feel like for for certain reasons, this isn't gonna go the way she expects. No, he does not want a dishonorable victory. So he goes over, and she's like, "Oh, big bro, wow, aren't you so happy?" And he just stabs himself. <laughs> yeah. He he repeats Hard. the injury that he got on Luffy, right in the abdomen. Which I have to imagine does more damage to him by virtue of having a larger abdomen. So if you're just like balancing out as a ratio, I think he does more damage to himself in surface area. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of um in Dragon Ball when uh Goku gives Cell the Sensu Bean, so that Cell's at full power to fight Gohan. He's mm-hmm. like he's handicapping himself because he's like, well, I didn't really land that bad of a hit on Luffy, so now I have to level it out by. Uh, fucking me myself up yeah and it's very cool i think katakuri is very cool he makes flampe cry she calls him lame i i understand uh why in this family everyone would be terrified of the dude with the fucked up mouth but she keeps saying that he's not cool which proves that she is just a dumb idiot because (laughs) his mouth makes him fucking even cooler he looks so cool with that like his scarf on already Mm -hmm. looks cool with it off 10 times as cool like Oh, yeah, no, I, it's such a great look. And, yeah, no, it's ba- like, literally, she, we were talking about wrestling, but she's like, it's like, oh, yeah, I helped and did this and did this, and isn't that great? Give me head pets. And he comes over and does, like, the rock thing where he's like, shut up, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah. I love that clip so much. I feel like I see it more and more now. Yeah. I think he should say that in Black Adam. <laughs> I, I think uh, if you're a professional wrestler and you get, signed on to an action movie you should be legally required to do uh your wrestling finisher at least one point in the movie Duh, they do some wrestling and, and Hobbs and Shaw a bad movie doesn't they do the hua with what's his yeah. name yeah i know in 
Campbell Bettis, what's his name, Roman Reigns, and you didn't kill me. Whichever, uh, acknowledge your tribal chief, um, (laughs) (laughs) in whichever movie, fast movie it is where Hobbs and Shaw fight for the first time, I know The Rock rock bottoms Jason Statham through a glass table, and that's pretty cool. That's cool. Have you seen the clip where The Rock, uh, like, flexes his cast off and says, Daddy's gotta go to work? (laughs) That's easily, like, one of the higher points of the franchise. I sure have. It's really good. (laughs) It's just wild. Yeah, he pulls the scarf off to yell at her, and she cries and she calls him lame for not being perfect, and she says he looks like a fucking pelican eel. Oh, owned. Can you imagine? What a specific insult. I don't know what a pelican... If you have to put it on the screen to let me know what a pelican eel looks like, which they do, they animate it, it's not a good insult. <laughs> no. It's also very clearly, like, Oda designed it. Probably it was like, oh, I'm going to draw him like a weird fish. Yeah. And then it back ends to being a joke, and they just specifically say the type of eel that he probably was drawing based on. But I, I'm... Unless they're so much more popular in Japan, in which case I rescind my critique. I can't imagine. Um, I think that's the kind of eel that's supposed to be in, like, Mario 64. And so maybe, in, maybe they are more now and then. Uh, the 3D and 64 Zeldas. But I did tweet it. It is very funny that... It's a Pokemon that Pel- looks like that shit, right, too? I think so, yeah. That I googled Pelican Eel, and then one of the suggestions was just kind of great. Yeah, it just has a very funny tweet. No no Photoshop involved. That's just what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, che- I checked the pixels to make sure. <laughs> Oh, right, we get, like, flashback of, like, Tiny Katakuri going around getting made fun of for his face. Every, and then now everyone is, like, taking pictures of him to be like, oh, this is what he looks like. Ba 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 ba. Like, it's very funny to see him, like, crowded by paparazzi as he walks over to Luffy. <laughs> and, you know, the whole time, this, you know, I, I like when a TV show listens to me. Mm-hmm. Through all this, I'm thinking, man... They should just use a certain ability they have to knock everyone around them unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, th- to be fair, we that is why we have the podcast is so that we are heard by the, the program. That's why yes. all your predictions come true is because they listen, they make it, and then we watch it. Yeah. I thought, I mean, that's, that's why we, that's the only reason we do it. Yeah. So everyone has some One Piece to watch. Yeah. We're doing it for you, the fans. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's been a lot of really dog shit One Piece fans, like, this is what should happen posts on twitter lately that i've seen and it is just really funny the consistency of like well good thing oda's writing it and not these guys i know that's the kind of stuff that i, th- I know plot class has mentioned that like instagram people who talk about the stuff just have the worst and like stupidest shit that they'll bring yeah. up yeah <laughs> the one that i saw today was like marco should die trying to avenge whitebeard and give luffy his fruit so he has fire wings and i'm like what <laughs> We we don't even know if it's... I mean, there's going to be something that happened in Wano to explain multiple fruits, so I can't say. But I feel like the whole two fruits thing is supposed to be like an anomaly within Blackbeard's crazy strong devil fruit power. I, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he's the only guy who's able to do that. It's Yeah, yeah they do the Conqueror's Hockey. Uh, there's some hard-ass lines here, too, where they're like, I hate being interfered with like people on the sidelines, and um, Luffy's just like, well, those are the kind of people who who won't even be left standing. And Katakuri's like, I was thinking the same thing. And they both do the conquerors <laughs> hockey and knock everybody out. And they, they illustrate it like it's a fucking like beam struggle from Dragon Ball. It looks Ball. Cool. so cool. It's, it's so uh, cool. It looks cooler. I mean, it looks cooler than it did in Dress Rosa too, but I always, I, I do like 
them leaning into that too, that idea. One day we're going to have to deal with Shanks and Luffy both using it at the same time. And our TVs are just going to explode. <laughs> oh, then I can buy an OLED. Let's go back to Beje and Chiffon, who are debating how far and where to lead Big Mom, who is now very skinny. Chiffon's like, we should go farther. We should go to Fluffy Island to really help the Straw Hats as much as possible. And Beje's like, I don't care about the Straw Hats, but I do love my wife. That's me when my wife asks me to stop watching One Piece for the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't care about the Straw Hats, but I do love my wife. But babe, the podcast! <laughs> I'm never going to get sponsors if I don't do this now! Yeah. <laughs> is, some, is, is someone that tells you to stop watching One Piece, can they ever really love you? That is true. The question is all this time. So yeah, Sanji and Pudding leave, and as soon as Pudding leaves, Carrot gets up. And it's like, hey guys, what I miss? <laughs> so they fly off towards the Cacao Island. I guess we don't see what them do anything else yet. Uh, smoothie sucks up dudes. Smoothie juices dudes, and it makes her bigger. Yeah. She just gets bigger. Th- there's something I also uh, noticed about smoothies, her and her specific sisters that are conveniently coded to be similarly designed to her. Mm-hmm. They-, they remind me a lot of the Amazon Lily women not just because they're big but mm-hmm. like they have like they seem to have like similar design philosophy and now i i'm sure they just have a, a dad and whatever but it would be very funny Probably. just to make big mom's shit more confusing is if like they didn't they just had two moms instead of a dad <laughs> it's possible like, just like no no explanation just like yeah the, the reason they're like that is because they're their other parent is from Amazon Lily, and then they just let you sit with that. They never explain it. Because <laughs> it's not fast order to do something like that anyway. I mean... <laughs> he would do it and not real realize it's, like, a trans rights thing. Yeah. <laughs> he would do it as, like, a dumb joke, and then someone would be like, oh, well, then this, that means this. And yeah. he's like, what? Never considered that. It also reminded me of last time we talked about the three sisters chasing Luffy that were also kind of similarly like, oh, they all kind of look the same, except for one of them's like bigger. And that's kind of <laughs> what the, the these uh, smoothie sisters are like as well. And that, yeah, a handful of the Amazon Lily. And that's just how Oda draws women that, like, that every, every that so true. often. He's like, all right, this one's rounder. Yeah, that is also true. And especially when there's three of them, one of them is round. But yeah, so Smoothie's juicing dudes, and she can then shoot the liquid as a sword beam, like Link with full health, and <laughs> yeah. she does it through the water, which raises a lot of questions. <laughs> Is it not liquid? How are you splitting the seas with your fucking water gun? Oh, uh, it's oil. I bet it's oil. <laughs> it's juice! <I'm> just... <laughs> it's oily. It's oily juice, because oil and water don't mix. I'll just say that. That's how it works, right? Is there an oil, oil fruit? I just realized that that's probably out there, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, possibly. So, uh, it's, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, her, her all powers, right. Her, you know, we kept saying that, like, some of the dress rose powers were out there, and now these powers are out there. They're just getting, Otis, like, fuck, we're in JoJo mode now. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, all right. This is, all right, I used so up all the ones that make sense. <laughs> her power is the ring ring fruit. She squeezes. But I like it's 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 more so about the ringing than the the liquid. She's the minister of juice, though. (laughs) She just so happens to be able to juice things with her power about ringing things out. Maybe she's just getting like all the body oils out. Like, man, that just sounds like a really good spa day. She gets all the oil out of your skin. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it is body fluid. I guess she's slurping up. I always forget she's a long leg. She's just big. Yeah, that's uh, I, I'm so glad that long legs don't have like a fucked up third joint, like an additional joint. I'm glad they're just tall. Thank fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> there was a long arm lady in this uh, chunk of episodes and I was pissed. Yeah, she got, she got like the weird bulbs on the on the joints as well, yeah. which never helps. Might have been thinking, hey, maybe, maybe it's like a, if it's cute anime girl, I like the long arms. No, uh-uh. <laughs> they're still terrifying. Uh, yeah, so she's shooting fucking water beams. She does a big one that Jinbei barely dodges. It kind of launches the ship into the air. We go back to Katakuri apologizing to Luffy. And he's like, I no longer think you're actually weaker than me. And they run at each other and they punch each other in the face. And at first it seems like Luffy's not punching back. But then he does punch back. And the episode ends and basically, instead of saying to be continued, says dude, rock. <laughs> um, what's next? 869. Is Luffy and Katakuri still punching each other? Luffy's still trying to see the future and dodge, and it's not really working. We're going to get some more flashbacks, though, to Rayleigh in training. We see him, like, trying to dodge a bunch of hits from Rayleigh, and he's, like, not able to eat until he dodges 100 in a row. They don't really directly come out and say that, but that's what he's doing. And he's sleeping overnight, and some animals try and bring him food, and he's like, no. Like, a, a mirror, obviously mirroring the category thing. He's like, no, I gotta do this the right way. But he does help them. He's, he does have the animals help him train blindfolded. And then a big lion comes and fights, and he dodges it, and he's like, oh, are you stabbed? And then helps it pull a big, like, you'd think it'd be like a tiny thorn in his paw, because that's like the lion story, fable <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But no, it's like Always. just a fucking giant spear in his stomach. <laughs> yeah. And we go back to him dodging Rayleigh's uh, hockey stick. Yeah, he's trying to get 100 in a row, though. And eventually he does, and it's snowing. And, and Rayleigh is like, wow, I... I completely hid my presence from you with that last attack. And uh, were you were you really able to sense me and find me there? And Luffy's like, not exactly. I couldn't like sense you, but I could sort of sense that you were smiling. And I like what that says about Luffy. Yeah. And it, it they lean on it a little bit more later when he talks about really caring about other people's character, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, we go back to the Katakuri fight, go to the eye catch come back from the eye catch and then go back into more flashback where Rayleigh sort of explains like, yeah, so you can like sense animal emotions, but humans are weirder. They can lie. They can deceive. And he starts to explain the future sight thing from hockey to Luffy. And he's like, if you fight someone like that, Luffy, what will you do? How will you handle? And Luffy's like, I don't know. It kind of depends what that person's like. And Rayleigh's like, I never would have looked at that way, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but that's kind of what makes Luffy special, I guess is his, uh, his approach to people, which is why this fight's different than other fights he's, he's done. I must have skipped over. I must have not wrote, written it down. I just tweeted it out. There was an exchange during the him trying to dodge stuff where he starts to see something, but then it's not true. He, like, he sees something and he's wrong and he gets hit. And he's like, oh, did I see it or did I imagine it? And Rayleigh says, like, Imagining is fine. The, the observation hockey is an extension of your imagination, which is interesting on its own, but it really caught my attention on the rewatch. There's something weird about that. That, like, oh, yeah, like, what you imagine is directly linked to what you can sense with hockey. It's interesting. I like it. it stresses me out. Can you, like, awaken your hockey and just create stuff from your imagination? God. Jory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh man, I, I went to go look at that tweet because I was like, oh yeah, you did tweet that. And then <laughs> we got a new Toei cat <laughs> at the beginning of the episodes. <laughs> oh, is it? Did they change the the Toei bumper? Yeah, to the uh, one with the reel going into it and everything. That's on the episodes now, too. Yeah, I know I tweeted that out. Was it last time we recorded? that there, oh, or... Just a couple days ago, that was a new Toei cat. Oh, I oh I tweeted that out because I was watching current, like, Wano episodes. Oh, yeah, they did that with this chunk of episodes. So too. it didn't even clock me that that was, like, recently. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I see that all the time. <laughs> but in reality, when I'm watching for the podcast, I'm, like, skipping to minute five. Uh, oh yeah, so Luffy's fighting Katakuri. I don't know if you remember this. So we go back. Uh, believe it or not, Luffy can dodge some of it, but not everything. This is still the state of affairs. Uh, but they're going back and forth, exchanging punches. It's go back to I think Kakao Island where the Big Mom pirates are like sort of unsure why Luffy is being taken so seriously. Like this is a lot of effort for someone that, and like no one really thinks of him as a big deal. Which I never really considered it until right now that like because. Obviously, he's never going to be a warlord or anything. One Piece is very much has, like, a couple high-status groups that Luffy's just never touched or been into. He's beaten warlords, but obviously never been one. And this is the first time even being near emperors, but obviously he's not one. So it's, like, a weird thing where they're like, yeah, I don't know, Luffy's just some guy, right? Maybe his bounty's (laughs) high. But, like, we're one of four of the biggest pirate crews in the world, so what's he? He's not even a warlord, status-wise. For some reason, I never really thought of it that way, and now I'm saying it out loud. They they put some more time on it now. It's midnight, which means it's one hour till they're supposed to meet up, and Katakuri's starting to get tired, and Luffy's like, okay, what if I do Gear 4 but different? <laughs> they go into 870, which is basically all the Gear 4 stuff is in this one episode. We see that same wind-up again, repeated, uh, that ended the last episode. We get another flashback to Luffy trying Gear 4 bound to man the first time and Rayleigh just kind of whoops his ass and it's like you're too slow sure it's useful sometimes but what if you fight someone fast and uh back in the present Luffy does a cool transformation sequence turning into snake man you see a bunch of like smoke coming off him of course and there's like the smoke forms the shape of snakes and like surrounds his body and then it coats him in hockey it's very like obviously this is the arc with the power rangers but it's yeah. cool that to lead very, into yeah very toku to tr- to lean into the transformation sequence and obviously like the, the the black sort of going around his eyes the hair which you've talked about it being sort of indebted to what is it super saiyan 4 which yeah one? super saiyan 4 is where they get like eyeliner in dragon ball uh which is exclusive to gt and also their weird uh multiverse dragon ball uh, Dragon Ball did it before MCU. I'm sick of, I'm sick of multiverses. No more multiverses. <laughs> I want none. See, Dragon Ball does it in the cool way, where they're like, <laughs> their multiverse stuff is basically like all the dumb bullshit you'd see on like fake screenshots of, but it's real. Super Saiyan Four God Gohan. Yep, you got it right here. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, I, I I really like how uh, just all of the. I mean, the design's pretty similar because he's just doing slightly different things with his body, but I I like the, like, kind of Eastern-themed, of, of course, because it's a Japanese <laughs> series, but they bring more attention to it with Gear 4 with, like, sound cues and stuff, like, kind of kabuki theater-type stuff. Yeah, it is distinct. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's it's a Japanese show, but even, like, watching Wano, it is kind of interesting how distinct it is from what One Piece is usually like. It doesn't usually lean into so many aesthetics. 
but then like going to like this place looks like feudal japan and has sa- samurai's most important thing in the world you really yeah start to be like oh yeah i guess one piece <laughs> doesn't usually do this which is like a lot of other anime that's like that's baked into it yeah but anyways yeah snake man what do you think about snake man you said you like the design yeah it's it i think it it, it looks more natural i guess because luffy doesn't have like the proportions are more normal so it feels yeah. like it feels like a regular like transformation instead of like a fucked up rubber monster. Yeah, Bound Man has grown on to me, but it still is probably my least favorite Luffy thing by default aesthetically. Like I like it, and I do like that it's goofy. E- I mean, even this Gear Four is more. It feels more just like a natural transformation, just because like Luffy's proportions are normal, and like I I feel like it. Yeah, the what he does with it makes more sense with it and it makes you wonder like how much of the like gear four different things did Oda have planned ahead of time it is interesting he's got this sort of i didn't realize it i didn't clock it in the episode but pulling up all the pictures all the art has the same consistency that there's this sort of like scarf of smoke around his neck did you catch oh, that i did not interesting it's like coming like it's like hanging almost around his shoulders i find that very interesting now Almost mimicking Katakuri's outfit before he took it off. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I pulled up some pictures here. Uh, but yeah, the proportions, I think, is a big part about it, too. It's just, like, Bound Man is so wide. And I think almost if they were in opposite orders, Bound Man would be less jarring. There's really something about, like, going from gear second and gear third are just kind of attacks versus, like, oh, he's just consistently wider now. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, Snake Man, uh, as we've been saying, doesn't have that... Um, doesn't have that. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 the hair is interesting. It just, just makes him look so much older, too. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like it a lot. And yeah, he has the sort of jet culverin thing where the punch, like, flies around the room. What he has is Bound Man, but this is faster. Yeah. And God, that's so cool. The visual of it just bouncing off of nothing is so good. Yeah. It, like, yeah, it, like, finds a bounce, bounces off air corners. And the thing that I also like about it happening... That's what I was, like, thinking to myself on how he could beat Katakuri. He's like, oh, he just gotta, like, rebound his punch. Katakuri won't see that coming. <laughs> and it kind of works. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he really uh, clocks him a couple times in the face because he dodges the first one, but not the second one. And, yeah, no, it's neat. And they, they go at it for a little bit in this episode. But, like, guess then Katakuri never stops. He's like, well, now I have a new thing that beat your ass like the fact that he goes into snake man mode and immediately gets like caught up in a mochi thing and slammed into the ground still is like it's it's bold that luffy basically doesn't win this fight like he just they both fall down and luffy gets up and stays up and katakuri doesn't like it is he's really pushed to the brink of it he's moving more than he was after luchi but yeah it's it's very similar in terms of like he barely won it's like the the only good fight in Bleach is uh when uh Ichigo fights Kenpachi, who is actually the strongest character in the series, but because mm-hmm. Ichigo is the main character, uh they have a draw when they fight. Yeah. <laughs> the best fight in Bleach is uh me fighting to find the remote to turn it off. <laughs> Fuck, I knew that's what you were gonna say too. <laughs> me finding my attention span to watch the show. Anyways, yeah, fight rolls. Uh, Katakuri turns into a donut. Yeah, that, that and was rolls very around goofy. That's very sound. silly, but it's very... It is, and his good. head sticks out of it, and then he, like... <laughs> uh, he, he turns his arm into, like, a big spiked-up mallet of, you know, hockey coating the, 
Demochi. This is partly true of why Oda has a, a rubber boy as his main character, but I just love that Samochi power really is just literally whatever he thinks of, he can form his arm into it. <laughs> yeah. There's like, obviously there's some limitation in terms of like, that doesn't have the same elasticity, I guess, that rubber has, but um, he's like, yeah, I have a mallet now. I'm a donut now. But yeah, so that's the, he gets like, Luffy gets like stuck on this mallet attack and slammed into the ground. We've now reached the point where attacks are so strong in one piece that it turns the floor into cubes. You know, as they're, like, fucking up this world, I was wondering, like, how how deep do these uh, walls and floor go? Like, Yeah, well, luckily it doesn't well, matter where the fuck it is, but sometimes I do wonder. Because I was just, I was like, what, what happens if you break through the wall? <laughs> what happens in this mirror world? I yeah, like, is it underground? <laughs> is it, like... That, that's, because, like, something that they inadvertently kind of did in Dragon Ball is the afterlife is also kind of just in outer space. Yeah. It's very unclear, but, like, Goku can, like, teleport himself to the afterlife, basically, even though he's alive. All of us can teleport ourselves <laughs> to the afterlife if we try hard enough. <laughs> it's very true. So, I, I, I wonder... This is just like it's actually. Is this uh, the afterlife? Is that your question? Yes, actually, is it has it turns out Brew Luffy, the gatekeeper to hell. It turns out in the first episode, uh, Luffy drowned, and he's imagining this adventure as he's drowning. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's the finale is gonna be him, <laughs> just uh, like blah, 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 and then he dies. <laughs> Let's see if I can find out. Uh, Sanji and Pudding approach Cacao Island, and they kind of like they're like, man, everyone's. Really got a force going on here. I guess we'll sneak around, and there's a fun bit here where she's like, oh, "I want, I want to hold his hand," and then the they're flying really close to the water that rocks them, and then they do end up holding hands. And Sanji's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you don't want to be seen as husband wife." Again, Sanji, the hard eyes, horny man, is like, "Oh, I will rescind this physical contact for to respect you." <laughs> Why? Why this one person you decided to respect? Second, not even like an, an episode ago, he did the hard eyes at Nami. I, you know, I was really hoping that Pudding would get pissed. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't lean into that at all. I, I wonder if it's also just, uh, like, has anyone else ever specifically told Sanji no? I don't know. I don't think like, so. Like, Brooke gets, Brooke gets hit on the head all the time with the panties thing. But, like, is it just distinct that Pudding actually is like, well, this isn't real? That Sanji's like, okay, well, I guess you've drawn the boundary. And no one else does? They just ignore him? I don't know. I'm, I'm that, thinking that too is, much about it. That, that is something to think about. I doubt Oda thought that much about it. But we go back to Katakuri and the floor cubes. And God, he's such a hulking mass in some of these shots. <laughs> when they're like so up, cool. up, up close and like his, like his shoulder is like bigger than like half the screen. And his whole arm. It's crazy. We go down to Luffy at the bottom of this giant hole he made. And he's like, this sucks. This hurts. It's hard. I'm hungry. And then he, like, shoots up. And Katakura's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I just said everything out that was on my mind, and now I feel better. And I love, I love Luffy for that. He just kind of complains for a minute and then goes back yeah. to fighting. He, he does some more Jet Culver and stuff and uh, some Mochi Gatling. They go tit for tat again. Luffy does a big move called Black Mamba. And it seems like it's like a Gatling attack, but he's like raining down Culverin attacks. Looks great. Very cool. Katakuri dodges a little bit of it and is able to get close enough to Luffy to punch him again. Goes back into donut mode. Then we just kind of cut away to current Rayleigh, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's supposed to be. It seems I, current. 
<laughs> I don't think this is a flashback because Luffy's not in it. It goes Shaggy's just like, huh, hope Straw Hat's all right. Yeah, and Rayleigh's like, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> and she, Shaggy is like, well, you know what you always say, Silver's Rayleigh. Only those who are living in the present can make a new epoch. And Rayleigh's like, do I say that? <laughs> well, I'm sure it's fine. Whatever he's doing. Uh, he says uh, Luffy has to, like, rise above it or something. He's like, he'll rise above it or something. Also, just love whenever anything uses the word epoch. It's like, <laughs> what distinction are you making that you use that instead of era or whatever? <laughs> it's a bigger deal when you use, it, use that word. Uh, especially, I mean, considering pirate era is a phrase we hear all the time. Uh, Luffy does a big King Cobra attack, and at the same time, he Katakuri does a big buzz cut mochi, which is the name of the mallet thing that I was describing. And they just fucking hit each other. Yeah, very hard. Yeah. Next episode, the last one we're going to talk about, 871, the smoke clears, and they're both still standing after taking those respective attacks. And we cut away, because who cares? Brulee's free. <laughs> Uh-oh. She got out of the ropes, and she's like, ah-hee-hee-hee, and she runs away. Uh, yeah, we see the big mom pirate standing around the mirror. Also, yeah, just kind of talk about Katakuri's never going to be beaten. Nearby, we see Sanji hiding in an alley waiting to help Luffy, and uh, he says something to Pudding, but then she's, like, the other end of the alley, trying to keep her distance, and she's being weird. Um, She's sad. She wants to apologize to Sanji about everything, and she goes over and screams at him instead, and then... <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, she's but like, he, I didn't... He has a very... Like, I, I think you could easily change the tone of it uh, with some different music, but he's like, oh, yeah, we're enemies. Haha, <laughs> I forgot. This was all just a plot for you to... For... You guys, sorry about that. We'll be we'll be away from each other soon. Yeah, but he has this line where he's like, "Yeah, it was all an act, but you know, I am happy that you played my fiance for a little bit." And that makes her cry. She's sad. She does genuinely like the man now. Me too. I wish Sanji was like this more <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't he be like a cool chill dude? Yet again, we would reinvent <laughs> Sanji. And then, like, if he wasn't horny and weird, what would he have left? That is true. Oh, he can he can still like really like feed or something. <laughs> no, I don't know. He just fine. chill most of the time. Yeah, he just goes around sniffing <laughs> every now and then. Uh, and the other thing too is when he's not around Zoro. Yeah, there's really not a lot of uh yeah. for him to really have that's unique to him. So she says, "Hey, can I ask one more favor?" And she takes a cigarette out of his mouth and, like, steps really close to him. We only see their legs. And we cut away. So now... Huh. I wonder what she's doing is definitely kissing him and not changing his memories. Yeah, I don't know. Is that your prediction? <laughs> yeah, she's definitely fucking messing with his head. Okay, I know well, better. One, I know one, better. One step further, what do you think she's changing what to? Oh, uh, wait till after the plugs find out. Oh, okay, yeah, stick around. <laughs> That's how we get you. Uh, let's go back to Luffy. He fell down the big hole, and he seems like he's dead. Katakuri also falls down and seems like he's dead. Uh, let's go check on Morgans, who is like, hey, if you let Straw Hat get away, it's going to be a big headline. I'm going to report the shit out of that. <laughs> Which is very funny. I think we need uh, reporters negging bad guys more often. I don't think it worked for uh, the entire Trump presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the, the big mom's fortress being raided by the FBI. <laughs> you know, why don't the Marines just go and uh, arrest the emperors? If I were 
Aki Inu, simply I would simply arrested. just go arrest Kaido. <laughs> that seems like definitely a thing Aki Inu would have said before he was the leader of the Marines. <laughs> yeah, That's like probably a thing he said as an admiral. It's like, why aren't we just literally arresting everybody? <laughs> and now he's there and it's like, well, why haven't you done it? He's like, well, it's very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, it's more difficult than I thought. Uh, Beje's approaching, Fluff, uh, approaching Fluffy Island. Brooke asks somebody for panties. I don't even remember who now. Uh, smoothie. Oh, okay. I, I remember that now because I, she's showing off a lot of leg. I don't know. Like, you're basically seeing them. She, she has on like a singlet too. Yeah. But, but also I know wrestlers usually have some kind of like nude snug underwear on under their gear. So maybe she does. Who knows? Or maybe he does. Do you think if he like saw a skeleton woman, he would ask the same thing? Oh, fuck. That needs to happen to movie. Brooke needs to like see like a lady Brooke. You can tell because she has boob bones or something. Boob bones, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he's, he's like, can I see your panties? She goes, yes, if I had them, but I don't because skeletons don't need to wear underwear. <laughs> Yo, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> is that is that skeletons don't need to wear underwear? I don't know if that's true. I mean, who can, <laughs> this is a series where a woman was pregnant for like, <laughs> nearly two years yeah why not well we all have our theories Nami's worried about Bruli. she's like yeah if luffy doesn't have Bruli. i don't know if he can get out of the mirror and jinbei's like he's too dumb to think about that and they're like yeah i know but yeah they basically say that luffy might not play in around to keeping Bruli available and we go back now to luffy who is waking up and climbing out of the hole and he's crawling around, and he's like, I guess I won. Ugh. Oh no, Katakuri's standing up. He's not done yet. Katakuri's standing there, and he says, uh, he asks Luffy if he's going to come back to take down Big Mom after this. And Luffy is like, yes, of course. I'm going to be king of the pirates. And uh, I, love, I love this exchange. Uh, Katakuri's like, you're seeing very far into the future now, and then falls back down. Yeah! So cool. Good. Katakuri's so fucking cool. And Luffy's last thing is that he... This whole time, he has, like, the disguise fedora hat over the straw hat. I don't know yeah. if he commented on it once. <laughs> but he takes it off and leaves it covering Katakuri's mouth. Because he knows very, he's insecure about it. it I, I, I like that one, because, yeah, he's covering the mouth for that reason, too. He understands, there's, like, so, he, he knows that, like, giving someone a hat is important. So it's, like, a sign of respect. Like, Next time you see Katakuri, he's wearing that hat. He's like, I have to <laughs> give this back to the man who gave me a oh. hat. Holy shit, Katakuri in, like, a fucking strong world gang member outfit would go so fucking hard. Absolutely. Katakuri well, is like, very cool in general. Katakuri with, like, a Michael Jackson fit would be sick. Thriller jacket. Yeah! Uh, but yeah, Luffy does that and then wanders around for a little bit and is like, where's Branch? Where is she? And then, uh, oh wait, there she is. We see her tied up and screaming and, wait, what is this? Some masked mystery saver? Yeah! Come to rescue Luffy, and uh, wouldn't you know it, I did actually manage to forget about this guy. Uh, Packums! No, it's not. It's Miss yeah, what's his name? or whatever Mist- that he says. And then in... Soga King. Yeah, and, and what... This is how you know Luffy's tired. He's so tired, he's too tired to be stupid, and immediately knows it's Peckham's, which is yeah, really is like funny. The, <laughs> the first time Luffy's been like, oh, this is just somebody else. Yeah. He's like he's like wearing like a luchador mask. Yeah. But yeah, so this episode ends with uh Peckham's dragging away Brulee and and uh the very tired Luffy and we see the Sunny approaching Cacao Island Sanji's waiting in an alley 
seemingly yeah who knows what happened in between those two sanji scenes i guess you'll have to wait and listen to jory's predictions at the end here to figure out what um but yeah before we go into plugs i mean we're almost done with with whole cake now i do you know i I am liking going through this arc again i still like all these things about it that i liked the first time um and yeah the katakuri fight i like it even more now (laughs) like going through it again and and talking about it it's very cool. I've made a lot of Dragon Ball comparisons because you know it's like the <laughs> shonen. I saw. I remember seeing a tweet recently that because someone was saying that like uh, Luffy's Red Hawk is definitely more iconic than Goku's Kamehameha. Now, right? No, Which, of course no, not. Never. But a QRT with that was like all these years. People keep challenging Goku, but the challengers go to the wayside and a new one arises. But Goku still remains. Why is that? Which I think is. <laughs> The hardest way to to fucking explain away stupid um, stupid like fanboy shit. I I wanna bring it up. Cause I like that they brought like said that hockey like gets stronger when you use it in battle and training yeah. it in battle is better than outside. Cause something that they kind of explained away in Dragon Ball as to why Goku and Vegeta can keep getting stronger even after they get their ass beat is something with Saiyans. S- Saiyans are like canonically bottoms. <laughs> right <laughs> they get stronger like the more they like like if they get like the shit kicked out of you and you recover from it you're stronger mm-hmm. from it and i think this is a better way of doing it because it's like th- they the way they framed it with also showing Rayleigh's training is showing you're getting like a reinforcement of your abilities like as you're using them uh, and it's more concrete in that way instead of like you're genetically predisposed to get stronger after you get your ass kicked by a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, and any of that stuff is a little thin. Yeah, no, I like this stuff a lot. I mean, there there's something to the idea of just like yeah, you can't just time skip away training and now you're a master of this stuff. It is like nice that it's like it, it is a thing that you have to work on. There is significance yeah. to the journey still. And I like that Rayleigh says that's like this two years isn't gonna be enough for you to see a little bit into the future. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, I probably Punk Hazard or Fishman Island, where I was like, yeah, they really just say here's hockey, have fun, and then like now in Whole Cake and and more in Wano, we get a lot more of the building it out. Um, I know, I know, I talked about it before because I was like, I think Wano's doing a lot of really great stuff on hockey. I, I like that it's kind of established and then fleshed out later. It feels like it does have a significant impact more so. Similar to, like, Luffy having these, like, uh, Gear 4 stuff before he met back up with his friends, even. Like, this is something he mm-hmm. kept in his pocket until it was absolutely necessary. And we see we also get to see why he would do that, because the first time he uses it, he doesn't beat Doflamingo in time, so it falls apart. Like... So it's mm-hmm. not just, it's not the, like, the thing that always in wrestling or something's like, why don't you just use your finisher right away? Well, one, it's an obvious move, and at the beginning of a match, they can see it, yeah, too. Like, well, my my it, hockey is not really good, so I'm going to burn out after ten minutes. Yeah, it's like, he, he, you want to see if you can get away with not doing it first, and then you use it when you need absolutely need to. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's the thing, too, is he, he went pretty quickly to it with when he fought Cracker. But just the other thing, too, is you have that fight mixed into Whole Cake 2, which is, it feels like a smaller deal, but Luffy does have to go significantly all out to yeah. to beat him. Because it, it shows, like, uh, that an Emperor's crew is going to be way crazier than anything else. 
that they fought up to. And also, uh, they they didn't think they were going to be there that long. They thought they were going to get in, get out, and go. <laughs> they did not plan on anything like this. Yeah, no, I mean, he, but he took down two sweet generals, barely. Ran away from an emperor the whole time. Yeah, no, I mean, I like Hulk Kick a lot. I love that it doesn't fall into some of those shonen traps. Like, oh yeah, he'll beat Big Mom while he's here, and it's really good. It's crazy, I think about it, I, I think... In part, I think about it so much because it's the first arc that I remember reading manga spoilers when I was still watching the show. And it's also one that I think I spent a lot of time thinking about just because I just kind of stopped watching it for a while and then came back and finished the arc. So, like, for a particularly large chunk of time, I was in the Katakuri fight, (laughs) even though it's not really that long. Uh, We (laughs) knocked it out in, you know, two podcast episodes. But, you know, going through it again now, I think it's great. Yeah. I really like Hattakuri. And I feel like it's distinct, too. It's, you know. It's a fight that has meaning. Yeah, I feel like, I really feel Luffy growing. I don't feel like, oh, he has to beat this bad guy because he's the reason all these terrible things happen. It's like in uh, in Star Wars, you know, the lightsaber fights enhance the story. They're not there to, for you to go cool lightsaber. It's like, when you see them, they're each, like, telling something to you. They're Getting across well, character motivations. The good one. <laughs> well, I'm talking about Star Wars, you know, the oh, movie, the movie Star, Wars. Star The one movie yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barely has a, a lightsaber fight in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love the original. The One of my favorite lightsaber fights is in Return of the Jedi, because Luke is just so fucking angry. Yeah! Ch- chucks the uh, lightsaber across the room at one point. I remember I watched a clip from Phantom Menace. The other day, because someone was like, I love this lightsaber fight. And I do enjoy watching that fight. But it is distinctly, it feels like people hitting their choreography marks as opposed to fighting. Yeah. Um, which I think is the thing that a lot of action movies fuck up nowadays. Anyways, that's it. That's uh, the podcast. You have, uh, I mean, we're not quite done with Whole Cake yet, so there's still always time to mail in some, some final thoughts. But I figured with the... Closure of the Katakuri stuff, I'd take a moment to be like, how are we feeling? Feeling good. I think I'm actually done with one. Checking out here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't top this. This is the high point now. I think this is, a, this is, the, I think this is the point everyone should get to before they can decide if One Piece is for them. And you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I think I might be done. Yeah, you know, I used to say that was Arlong Park, but now it's definitely the Katakuri fight. That was like ten times that many episodes. Yeah. If you're not invested in Luffy now, I mean, there's no hope. <laughs> it's like uh, sometimes when I'm watching, you know, current episodes, I'm like, I'm like almost at the thousand mark because I'll throw on a couple a day. But sometimes I'll be watching episodes and my boyfriend will like watch a couple with me and they're like, this is really good. And I'm like, yeah, you should watch the first 980 episodes. So that way you know what's going on. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. He should know the the funny joke that you gotta do is you sit down. That's uh, what a, a ex girlfriend of mine would do sometimes. Like sit down in the middle of an ups and go, "I don't know what's going on. Can we start from the beginning?" Yeah, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. Uh, no, I just explain it to them. I've told them like very recent spoilers because I was like, "Oh yeah, we should. I'll just take you to go see Film Red, even though you'll have no fucking clue what's going on." Have you set them up for, he is made of rubber. <laughs> Yo, ho, ho. No, um, I haven't. Yeah, I am excited about Film Red. It is unfortunately not going to be Jory safe, though. So it is going to be a while until Fuck! we 
cover it. I'm so pissed. I put fucking an idol in a fucking One Piece movie and I can't see it. You'll see it eventually, but <laughs> yeah, it does. It is going to be the first time something is animated that is kind of a recent manga thing. So, like, <laughs> that's weird. That's always a crazy thing when that happens. Although I did see Stampede feature Snake Man. I did watch Stampede before I'd ever seen Snake Man. And I was like, oh, Gear 4 looks better this time. <laughs> and I just didn't understand. I think that's it for this episode. I don't, I think I'd have to actually check if next time we're done with Whole Cake proper. I think so. And then there's some fun sort of uh, let's check in on the world stuff in between Whole Cake like proper whole cake ending and Luffy arriving at Wano. I think there's two episodes of checking in on the world before don't, make, don't, make land. Don't we get like the reverie here soon? Yeah. Which I'm terrified of. I'm terrified. I'm sure nothing important is going to happen. It hasn't been set up <laughs> since, I don't know, Fishman <laughs> Island. Uh, Vivi will help our rubber boy. I just know it. Yep. And everything's going to go fine. Nothing complicated is going to happen at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is around the corner. Oh, I'm just fucking excited. Like, I'm currently watching Wano Act 3, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to talk to you about Wano Act 1. <laughs> there is such a drastic shift in how cool Wano is. And, like, I think Wano also, like, I think I've said this probably a couple times before. I think Wano is some of the, like genuinely best just shown and stuff i've watched through and it is almost like i'm like i know so many people who are not into one piece who would love this shit but it's paying out on like 500 episodes of setup <laughs> it's it's a difficult pitch but it really it really pays out like a slot machine when it gets there and i and that's you know one of the best things about getting to go through stuff twice with you is i get to go through it again after knowing some of that stuff so i'm like ah shit they really have been setting this up for 500 episodes. We'll, we'll, we'll get your predictions as always after we do some plugs. So, uh, Joy, where could, where could people find you if they want to find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at no, I'm Jory. Uh, no one follow or unfollow me right now. Cause I have 666 followers. Yeah, I saw that. If you want me to be, I, I want to stay evil Jory for as long as possible. So you can't upset that balance. You can Unless just be bring... evil whenever you want. You know, it's a matter of what uh, unfortunately, that's not how the internet works. Uh, the more, actually, the more followers I get, the more evil I'll become. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, just load it up. <laughs> sort of stuff in the works. I don't know. Maybe will maybe will happen. Maybe not. Working with other people's hard. Getting stuff arranged with people's difficult schedules and yeah. Yeah, being an adult who goes to school full time, uh, works like thirty hours a week, and uh, watches a thousand plus episode anime for fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> anything you have planned, just plan it for next August when we're watching one episode a week. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm glad I'm done with school after this semester. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing, too. You were, you were thinking you'd be done, like, two semesters ago, right? Uh, this last semester, I thought, was oh, going to be okay. my last one. Well, almost but, there. Ends in sight. Yep. I'm on the grand line. Surely I'm close to the treasure now. Yeah. Oh, bad news. Uh, there's a whole... <laughs> there's a, oh, wait a minute. There's a halfway point, and then there's the second... There's the new world. <laughs> well, how about you? Are you online? No. But you can follow me on Twitter and... <laughs> Uh, letterboxed uh, by a ghost of Joe, ghost of J.O. This is a, I technically don't use Twitter, um, but 
I have one. And if I ever do have anything to share, you can find it there. I'm just not, uh, I'm not socializing, really. But yeah, that's about it. You should join our Discord. I gotta yeah. put a link in the show notes, but it's also on our Twitter account, if you want to go to our Twitter, uh, for the podcast, which is, we are watching OP, uh, in the, our bio there, you can find a link to the Discord. I did boost the Discord earlier today. I'm trying to saw s- that. I'm trying to see how to um have the custom invite link image. See what what I gotta do is get it to super boosted, even though there there'd be no point for half the shit that we get out of it. So that uh <laughs> we can get an animated server banner. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. If we it get it, just boosts, be gum gum gantling, right? Forever. Uh, I was gonna say if we get enough boosts, I'll I'll find a gif of like Chopper doing a Fortnite dance or something. <laughs> be pretty funny <laughs> yeah you can come hang out in our discord uh it's been fun lately especially because the film red stuff and some other recent manga stuff uh is meldenar that posted some pretty sick katakuri fan art from our last yeah, episode very cool very cool we also have that posted it on there retweeted it from their twitter um so yeah that's been popping off on there you were talking about some other manga and i was coming in with the uh the film red stuff once it came out and i was like sorry jory just like uh just like spoiler tag stuff one yep. because i'm not making uh not gonna have another channel because we do not need a lot of channels for no. a singular podcast discord two it's very funny for me to open up discord at like 10 a.m when i'm when i get to work and just fucking looking like a fucking government document <laughs> uh yeah no it's it's always fun to to chat about one piece in there and yeah still Still growing pretty consistently, so stop by if you haven't. And yeah, Twitter, Discord, oh, Patreon, the other thing we gotta plug, you can get at us on Patreon, patreon.com slash wearewatchingop, same as, as, as all these things, LinkedIn and all those places, where you can get these episodes a couple days early, and also you can get our bonus episodes. We're gonna be back to doing bonus episodes this month. We gotta do a commentary on the episode of East Blue, which seems to be some recap, reanimated stuff from, uh, Quite a while ago, and yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I wonder if that's a good entry point for someone who's like never watched a One Piece. I wonder if it's too narrowly pitched for do you remember this, or if it's just kind that, of that's got to be what part of it is. Like same with them doing episode of like last time, yeah. and stuff. Like it's got to be some sort of reasoning like that. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, I think that's all the the stuff. We have. Oh, I'll say all the. Well, actually, it's your turn to say all the names. So quick, go. <gasps> Hey, thank you to all of our patrons for this month episode. I'm definitely reading these names as we record the episode. Uh, thank you to Adam B, Adam W, Anton Ashok, Becca, Ben, Benjamin, Brittany, Captain Moak, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Connor, Damien, David, Deus Aqueous, Eric V, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, James, Jamesus, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Maurice, McFoley299, Minty, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Paulina, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Rashawn, Rem, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Savannah, Snowy Scales, Stephen K, Stephen P, someone who thinks they're the real jewelry. Tony, Trey, Van, Vitek, and Verdigree. There's all the names. Damn. That was good. Said them very good and fast like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, you'll definitely 
remember that you said that when I ask you to record the names in a week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. Thank you again. Patreon.com slash we are watching OP if you want to join that list of cool people who give us money. And I think that's it for for this week. Thank you for our August episodes. Um, Again, a commentary going up probably around the same time this episode does. And until then, Jory, what the fuck happens next? Luffy and his crew uh, are going to escape, of course. Ba- B- Big Mom is going to get to eat the cake with Beijing, but they're going to get out of the whole cake archipelago and uh, they're going to realize something. Sanji's not there. And that's because putting erased all of Sanji's memories of the Straw Hats and replaced oh. them with uh, them like being kids, like they're like childhood loves, like their first crush and awkward high school dances and everything. And he's not going to know who everyone is. And that's going to be too late. <laughs> and they're going to be too far out for them to go back. Luffy's like, I don't want to turn around. Let's just go. <laughs> I'm tired. I know I know part of this was to save Sanji, but you know what? Fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to be happy with the uh, and then he won't be he'll he'll call her like Flan or something cuz he can't remember pudding or he'll that, call her like God, Jello. That's funny. <laughs> with the Jello girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what's going to happen next. It's I mean it's going to be sad to say goodbye to Sanji, but and, you know when will they we meet... really notice that he's gone. <laughs> Uh, everyone will just be like, okay, that's fine. And then Zoro will just like turn around. He's gonna, he'll, he'll like disappear for a little bit and we'll see him like crying his eyes out. And then someone will walk up as he's standing there looking stoically again and be like, hey, Zoro, what's up? Nothing happened. No. (laughs) Classic. Callback. Damn. That's all gonna happen next time. I don't even know where Zoro came from. Oh, it's when they meet back up with him. Oh, okay. We're just getting Nawano immediately in the next episode. Yeah, that's okay. it's that easy. Yeah. I don't even know. I haven't thought about the log pose in a while. I'm like, is it adjusted to any of these fucking things? <laughs> They're gonna at at the end of Wano, Nami's gonna look at it and be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so exciting about it. I have no idea where they're going after Wano. As I'm just like, damn, we've known what 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 they're gonna go to next for so long. But anyways, I guess we'll figure that out in like a year. Uh, well, on the podcast. Us people who uh, know what happens in the manga will know sooner. But uh, until next time. <laughs> to <Bobby>! be continued. <laughs>